This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. You, the person that has contributed. Me? You. You. Me? You. Me? Me? Yes. Oh. You. Oh. You, the person that has contributed at patreon.com slash says who. We thank you for your support and for your ability to make all of this reality. I thought thank you were going to I thought you're going to say America great again and I got really nervous. No. I don't do that shit. I don't play with that <laughs> fire. Good. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. Hi. It's me, your friend Maureen. Hey, listen. I write books. Perhaps a series of books you would like to read is Truly Devious, the series of books. The first book is Truly Devious. The second book is The Vanishing Stare. The third book is called The Hand on the Wall. It is coming out in January. And I've uh, just had a conversation about it, got some information about some really cool tour stuff. It's going to be really cool. There's some cool stuff that's coming. And uh, signed. So the the first print run is going to be signed and there's going to be signed copies all over. Like, listen, it's summer. Get the book. Like, it's it's 2019. Let's not delay on anything. Just get the book. If you've already got it, get another copy and just shove it, like leave it under windshields, um, throw it at people, do what you need to do. Hey, everyone. This is Dan. It is summer and I am on the road. You can listen along with our travels at thehitchpodcast.com we just published week six of the hitch where we go to places such as meow wolf the great sand dunes and a very odd thing off a highway called the ufo watchtower which was a cement dome a metal patio and a garden full of garbage you can hear it at thehitchpodcast.com die before I wake I pray the Lord my soul to take oh, I'm so tired it was such a long day in the drive through today I can't wait to get a good night's sleep hey kid huh what Hey, kid. What? what? It's me. What? Turn around. Am, am, am I dreaming right now? It's me, kid. I've been under your bed um, all night. Oh, no. <sighs> what? How you, do- how you doing, kid? I... What are you... How did you even find out where I live? Oh, it's easy, kid. I've always known when you live. Kid? Oh, oh God. I just... I- I just came I to just talk to you. I just need to go to sleep. I hear you, kid. I hear you. Listen, can I just get in next to you for a second here? I just what? Uh, let me just move over a second, kid. This is uh, a just, single bed. Uh, oh, just move over a little bit. There we go. There. Oh, oh there we go. It's got a little blanket here. Whew. Kid, it's bad news eve. Huh? You know what I mean? No. I couldn't stay there tonight. He's, pr- he's prowling all around. Aren't there hotels in this town? He's like a ghoul. He just walks around all night shoving candy in his mouth. He's not going to sleep all night tonight. To- <sighs> Muller tomorrow. It's not great, as you can imagine. Doesn't he own a hotel you could stay at? Kid. Tomorrow is going to be a real shit show. You know what I mean? Do you ever get involved in something, kid, that you just, you, when you start out, it's all so simple. Like, sure, it's a little bit racist and kind of nationalist and not really a good idea, but you don't, you don't think it's going to be, you know, all that. You know, it's just sort of racist and nationalist. And then you get in deeper and you find that it, there's no bottom, kid. It just it just keeps going. And then you you hear him walking around at night. You hear him tweeting. You hear his thumbs. He's got ketchup on 
on everything and he's just walking around he's snacking he's yelling at no one uh-huh. he's got all these remote controls in his pockets he rattles mm. when he walks from him kid he's not gonna sleep tonight no I, one's gonna sleep tonight i have to sleep tonight i'm working the morning shift tomorrow oh, me too kid Everyone me too they mcmuffins he's gonna tweet all goddamn night kid you know that right i don't care I just want to go to sleep. I hear that. That's why you and I are on the same page. No, we're not. You got one of these. What's this pillow? Is this a buckwheat pillow? What is this? It's uh, it's real comfortable, kid. I, I like it's it a lot. It's just my eye pillow. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, we uh, we have to sleep on the floor by the plants. It's it's not it's not easy. This is my room. Sometimes he he puts his feet up on us. He treats us like an ottoman. Yeah, it's not great. I don't, I don't like this. I don't like it either, kid. Hey, this is a, this is a nice blanket. What is this? Is this down or is this down alternative? I don't know. My mom bought it. Oh, it's nice. I'm gonna get one of these. It's, you know, my brother's away at camp right now. If you want to sleep in his room, I guess. No, it's fine here, kid. I. I like oh. your company. I like your oh. warmth. It's so cold in the White House. It's uh, we're you know we're forced to to distrust each other, and sometimes just feeling another person's oh. warmth is it's just really uh, it reminds you that you are alive. I you know? don't. I don't want you here. How do you think tomorrow's gonna go, kid? I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna ride my bike to work. And I'm going to take people's orders and then their money. And then I'm going to yeah. tell them to go to window number two to get their McMuffins. Our lives are really similar, and yet yours is so much purer. I don't think so. You got any advice for me, kid? Go home. There's no going home, kid. We are home. This is home. It's always been home. There's nowhere left to go. This is this. This is this. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. And I'm Dan Sinker. It's nap time, Dan. No, it's not. It's podcast time, Maureen. Wake up. It's nap time. Wake up. I can just about keep my eyes open. In 24 short hours, Maureen, you are going to be fully jet lagged because you will be in England. So time to be awake now. Dan. Yes, Maureen. Welcome to Bad News Eve. Oh, man, I was uh, I was talking to Janice about this episode and I was like, I don't know how we do this episode because everything happens tomorrow. Yeah. Listener, if you are listening, we are recording this on Tuesday, the 23rd. Traditionally, knowing that so much was happening on the, the day that says who comes out, we would potentially delay. But you, Maureen... You are getting on a plane to thankfully escape all of the craziness of America and head to the calm, beautiful British Isles where there's not a worry to be had. You can eat a crumpet and have some tea and you can watch EastEnders and just just take it easy. EastEnders, that's a real specific... It's a very specific call out, Dan. Specificity is the soul of narrative, Maureen. Is it? Sure. Oh. Well, shit. There you go. There, we've solved your problems. Dan, but yeah, I you just it... get to chill in England. You can, like, climb a tree in a forest and surround yourself with stuffed animals that come alive. Are you okay, Dan? I just, I'm jealous. I'm jealous that you 
are getting on a plane before Robert Mueller even starts speaking, which I am in mountain time, Maureen. He is going to start speaking at 630 in the morning, mountain time. I Wait, get, what time? Do, what time does he start? I think he starts at 830 in the morning. Jesus Christ. OK, first of all, Dan, I am genuinely like uh, like last week. I am half asleep. And I, I don't know why. I, and now again, I do have, hold on, I'm trying to get up. The puppy's sleeping next to me and I'm trying not to sit on her foot. Taking you into the kitchen, Dan. All right, you know let's why? go. I'm getting you're hungry? Big, no, I'm getting a big Are glass. Are you making I, a I snack? Am, I am hungry. Getting us a big glass of iced tea. Oh man, can you send some to me? It's freshly made, Dan. I got to drink it all before I go. If you dip your mic into it, then I should be able to get a taste. We're going to get a glass out. There we go. There's our glass. Go over to the fridge. Come on, everybody. The, this this is podcasting. It is. Get this in. There's a picture. Oh, hey. Look at that. Man, you have a whole picture of fresh made iced tea, huh? Sure sure do, Dan. I don't fuck around. Oops. You are classy. Over. I've got every uh, all my plants I've gathered in the kitchen like I'm having a meeting. <laughs> because... Like they're, they look like they've gathered for the shareholders meeting here. <laughs> they're forming a plant union right now. I, I definitely, if you came in my kitchen right now, you would definitely think I was a crazy person. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure the kitchen is the only giveaway there. Why don't you shut your face? <laughs> because it's a podcast. I don't want to hear your logic. All right, hold on. Iced tea. Man, this is thrilling. Shut up. This iced tea will wake me. Dan. You just get now, to kick back. Take it easy. Now, British you are really beautiful. You are really trying to just set this one up. And I was going to let you go on for a little bit longer, Dan, but. I threw you with EastEnders. Today, uh, Boris Johnson officially was named Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. That seems not great. And tomorrow he will become Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Last week, I was saying that you were you were taking off in chaos, and then you were landing in chaos. Uh huh. You gotta you gotta just draw that flight out for as long as you can. Taking a sip of iced tea there, Dan. Dan, I didn't know that Robert Mueller was supposed to testify at starting at eight. Yes, hello, puppy. Yes. Oh, you have stinky breath, don't you? Oh, thank you. Oh, good. Puppy's with me, Dan. The dog woke up. Well, she just kind of lifted her head, uh-huh. looked at me with her little, that little puppy chin, that little like mm-hmm. little puppy chin with the little puppy hairs. Oh, and she's snuggling in and she gave me a kiss. She's really cute, Dan. I'm going to miss her so much. Yeah. What's the puppy's plan? She's going she's to puppy camp. Running shit with the plants. Yeah, she's going to go to puppy camp. Uh. I packed her bag already. I packed all of her food, all of her bags. You know, everything's labeled. You know, Dexie's lunch, Dexie's dinner. My dog Dex- loves puppy camp. Oh, really? Oh, she loves it so much. Does it, they have a pool and stuff at your puppy camp? or I think it's just grass, and then they got like little, you know, kind of little private joints to chill out, but she just likes running in a pack. Yeah, well, the New York puppy camp, it's all inside, but it's it's pretty big. It's nice and cool. And she runs around with the pack all day. And there's only, I think, four of them that stay over at night. Oh, wow. And they don't sleep in any, they don't sleep in crates or anything. They just, um, they can sleep in any formation they like. They just like, they put, just form a giant puppy pile and go to sleep? Yep. Oh, usually. They put out, they put out a couple beds and then the person, somebody puts on pajamas and stays the night. And sometimes the puppies sleep with that person or they oh, sleep in a bed of their choice. Like. They can sleep in a pile. They can sleep alone. They can do whatever they like. That's a pretty good job. Yeah. You spend the night, you put on your pajamas and yeah. you spend the night with a bunch of dogs. Dog sleeper. Yeah. In a nice, cool place in the city, just surrounded by dogs. There you go. It's kind of your job now. Kind of, Dan. Even though was, I was just in bed with one dog last night, she really did manage to take up a lot of the bed. They're a remarkable beast in terms of their ability to take up the entirety of a queen size bed i will also say that she has decided her favorite thing to chew on now are are carpet pads and i took a shower and when i came out 
she had flipped up a corner of the carpet and oh, had no. chewed oh, so much carpet pad that it was oh, good. It's like a great it's oh, a great no. carpet bag. <laughs> <laughs> that it was a giant pile of the stuff. Oh, and then good. some of it was around her snout, so uh, it looked like she was wearing a fake beard. Oh. It was adorable You're, and destructive. The superintendent of your building will love that. What's my carpet pad, Dan? It is? Oh, What's like a little apartment? rug pad. Yeah. Okay. I we thought don't you, have, I what thought do you think we were, have? I thought you had like wall-to-wall shag carpeting, and the dog had ripped up a corner and was just going for it. Yeah, no, we have some weird, gross uh, shag carpet, like deep shag carpeting. That's uh, yuck. In your condensation pit, I'm gonna have to. I have shag carpets, and I'm going to have to burn them when this is. Yeah, I mean, she. It's not. It's not great, but that's not what we're talking about, Dad. We're talking about the fact that as I land in England, Boris Johnson is going to be prime minister, and uh, already cabinet ministers are resigning, and there is um, kind of. A chaos is assumed that's going to kind of break out as people resign and possibly there may be a vote of no confidence. Um, there are already calls like maybe we have to deploy the queen to prevent Boris Johnson from saying that parliament can't demand a no deal. Ex- like it's it's all and it's 99 days away from Brexit now. Hmm. So that's fun. Seems like a perfect time to visit England. Yep, and uh, I guess if I'm very lucky, Dan, I'll be able to uh, watch a little bit of the Mueller um, uh, pregame coverage uh, sitting in the airport where they only play CNN. Oh well, there you go. That'll be fun because my flight is at eight a.m. So oh, perfect. Really, you really timed that. that. Timed that I super sure, well. Sure did. I sure did. Oh, oh. Maureen. Dan, when we talked about recording today, because we always prepare, uh, you were like, what What the hell do we do? Yeah. I, I We are literally recording right now, and I still don't have an answer to that question. Uh, yeah. So I'm stalling and asking about puppy camp. Well, this is our coping strategy, Dan. And part of our, our strategy, you know, part of the coping is trying to figure out how to talk about just where we're at. Because things are somehow worse than the same. Yeah, that that is the thing that is most striking to me is there has been basically no movement from last week to this. Like Donald Trump is just stuck in a racist Mobius strip where every, you know, he kind of does a loop and then he insults you know, the four congresswomen again, and then he kind of rolls away from it and then he loops back in and and does it again. Like that has been essentially the entirety of his, of his existence for the last 10 days or so. He has freaked out far less about Mueller than I think I was expecting. There've been the occasional ones, but they haven't moved much further than witch hunt, no collusion, no obstruction. Well, I'm also watching the, what is the, what are you eating? Mm. Puppy's trying to eat something off the table, Dan. She's discovered that she can get up on the table and take items. Does she jump? Just leap? A vertical leap from the floor? No, she just, hold on. What have you got? Oh, boy. Do you think she's coming back? The mouth is going. The mouth is going. She's off. Oh, boy. Like she's eating something, but there's nothing to eat. Like, what is she doing? How does she get up on the table? She just stands up. She's got real long legs. Whoa, she's grown. Yeah, she just puts her feet up there and very delicately with her teeth just removes items from the table. She ate my notepad last night. Probably didn't need it. Yeah, she ate my notepad, Dan, that I was, you know, writing some notes down on. Uh, but I didn't really notice because my parents were trying to let me know that a tornado had just hit our town. <laughs> While a gigantic flood was blowing through your town. Yes, yes. In New York last night, uh, we experienced flood. Well, in Brooklyn and, and some other parts of Queens and Brooklyn experienced tremendous flooding. Um, like cars up to the doors and the windows underwater kind of flooding and um 
pow- massive power outages. And um, yes, and a tornado hit my town in Pennsylvania. Oh. Uh, my mother was trying to let me know that they were okay. She was in the car trying to like power up her phone to let me know that that they were okay. And but she was trying to sparingly lose her phone because she didn't know when they'd have power again, and they do. Uh, but it's straight up. It was about seven houses away. Oh my goodness! It came up a little alley, crossed our main street, went through the other side of the street, cut back through some soccer field and oh backyards. Uh, yeah, <laughs> little one. Wow. Yeah, Dan. Uh, climate change is a real. Uh, it's no good. Feisty bitch. <laughs> I only laugh because it's fucking horrible, Maureen. And uh, in England, I believe tomorrow it'll be something like 95 degrees. Perfect. They don't do heat well, Dan. Um, They're not good at it. They cry. Oh, they cry. Because all the aero bars melt. Ugh. They don't have air conditioning, which is good for the environment and terrible for just trying to breathe. So uh, we were there this time last year and it was this hot. And uh, whew. Like, they don't even sell fans sometimes. What? (laughs) Yeah, because sometimes they don't need them. So it's like, do you have a a fan? They're like, we don't have a fan. No, we have no need to move air rapidly. The only complaint I have about England is that they don't understand window screens, which is something I just can't fathom. Meaning they they don't have them. They just open up the windows and then all the flies come in. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, th- this one's really like I, I'm, I'm, I'm on Camp America with this one. Like, you just put screens in the windows. That way, you get all the benefits of the fresh air without filling your home with insects. But you have to realize, like, most of the houses in England were built in like 1420 when they didn't even have glass. So they're still psyched about the fact that they have glass in their windows. Dan, window screens. I'm just telling you, they're miraculous. They are. See, if we don't have window screens here in New York, dragonflies come in. Well, also, you're like 70 feet off the ground. I'm pretty high up, but that didn't stop from the fact that one day before I had the screens, I went in my bedroom and found a cricket in there. (laughs) (laughs) Nature has a way. Nature finds a way, Maureen. I was like, how did did you get in here? The environs. Of New York City. And a dragonfly that flew around my apartment for like a full day because I couldn't get it out. And an otter. You just have a whole zoo in your house. Don't you sass me. I'm not. I like the idea of you with a muskrat just hiding out under your kitchen sink. I wish I had a muskrat. Not even sure what a muskrat is. Dan, what are we going to do tomorrow? I can't believe I'm, I have my iced tea because I was, remember, summer of 73, I'm going to sit, I was going to drink my iced tea and watch Muller. Yeah, not now. I made the goddamn iced tea. Oh, I will have the iced tea, Dan. I may take that motherfucker on the plane. There you go. It's, I have to tell you, Maureen. Do you? Well, I guess I don't. All right, thanks. Good, have a good hey, podcast. Bye. See you later. Um... I am, I don't have, I don't hold out a great deal of hope for this testimony. I think that it will get a couple of news cycles of him, you know, essentially saying, no, we didn't find no collusion and no obstruction. uh, But we didn't not find no collusion and no obstruction. And then we will all move on by and I think that to me, part of the reason that Trump has not been shitting his pants all week is because at this point he knows full well that there are not going to be real repercussions. So thanks, Nancy Pelosi, for reinforcing that well, feeling. Well, you know, you say that, Dan, and I, the one thing about Trump and his many, 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 many crimes and problems is that things are now coming in from all directions. And I feel like we are moving a lot closer to impeachment than we were before for a lot of reasons, like the fact that he is now using, you know, incredibly direct and openly racist language that is putting the lives of four Congresswomen uh, in danger. 
Yeah, but I think that I think the reason that this stuff has escalated is because he now knows that there are not going to be real repercussions from these actions. You know, that there will be sternly worded letters written into the congressional record or things like that, which he doesn't care about, you know. Um, We are still, we are, like, it feels like the Democrats have still brought congressional decorum and rules to a gunfight. Well, so let me ask you this, Dan. I am feeling much more awake now that I'm sitting up and drinking a glass of iced tea. There you go. That better than laying down and being half asleep. Oh, but isn't that nice, though? It is. What do you, do you? Okay, Dan, you are now. Uh, I'm. This is a show, uh, and you are a uh, psychic. Okay. You're Dan here, amazing psychic Dan, and Dan is going to tell is going to answer questions. Okay. Do you think there will be an impeachment? There will be impeachment proceedings against Donald Trump. I do not. Before twenty twenty, no. Really? I don't. That surprises me. I think that the time, I think the window with which that was going to be a thing that would actually happen closed very rapidly. And at this point, I just don't believe that there, I mean, not only is there clearly not an interest at the Pelosi level, um, I think that there is not enough time. I think that there is zero chance that the folks that are so wrapped up in congressional decorum and, and all of that would allow impeachment proceedings to begin so close to the election itself. See, I I disagree. I think we're absolutely going to have them and we're going to have them this year, man. I feel like we have had this discussion before. I know, but I think that if anything, the temperature has gotten a lot hotter. And I think that partially we can thank the bravery of these four congresswomen for standing up and saying this bullshit is over. Like, it's time to act. It's time to do something. And I am very frightened for their safety. I am extremely frightened for their safety. Um... And uh, he's going to have another rally. I think, doesn't he have one this week? I'm sure. The, the, the rallies only... are always timed to kind of bolster his happiness levels after bad news begins. So I'm sure there will be one this week. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that we're, I, I think that it's, it's, you can't he I don't think he can be ignored anymore. And I think that even the decorum people are. Uh, there's a point where you have to say enough is enough and you have to stand up for what's right. And I do think we're going to hit it. I we hit it a long time ago. Yeah. I'm just saying I think they're actually going to have to do something about it. I hope that you are right. I feel it in the wind and fear that you are not. Mm. Because this this is the thing that I truly fear. Everything you are saying is correct, right? Oh, good. I'd like to, I'd like something to. I'd like to hear something that makes me nervous. I believe that Nancy Pelosi and the other folks at the top that have been avoiding impeachment for this long will say simply, "Why would we bother now with an impeachment proceeding?" when he will no longer be president come January 2021. Counterpoint. That the behavior is so egregious that, and they also know that no one's going to come back and vote for you if you don't do shit. I think the message may be penetrating that we elected you to do something. So fucking do something. Do the right thing or leave. I hope and I pray that you are correct, but I fear that they they think that they have it in the bag and so they don't need to do anything. 
similar. We don't have anything in the bag. We what, don't have anything oh, in the bag. We don't have shit in the bag. I am not. I am not advocating that there is anything. We don't even have a bag. Have a bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think that they think we do, and that scares the shit out of me. Is this good coping? Is this is this helping the residents of Cesuvia cope? Um, probably not. I could tell you the best candies to get when you were in England. I know that, but go British ahead. Kit what do you Kat. think? Get all the British Kit Kats, Maureen. Take the island for all of them and bring them back, and I'll eat them all. <sighs> Dan, it is. I have the vastly have, superior Kit Kat to America. I can't have Kit Kats. Why? Do you, because do you not I'm like on wafers? A, I'm just not, it's not a diet, but I'm on a health, moving towards a healthier, like, I have to cut out some of the sweets and the, you know, I'm trimming the, some of the unnecessaries and upping the, exercise to recondition my body that's a good idea uh because the the long-term illness is now i'm 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 reconditioning i'm doing well physical therapy but it's now getting to the point where i can start to recover that is awesome some stuff so uh i was like now it's time that i i start you know reclaiming some of the other health like i start moving into the positive column that's great obviously I've chosen a great time, obviously. Now, I still have flares. In fact, the hardest time physically for me is the summer. It, whatever condition, whatever happened to my brain, it hates the summer. It hates the heat, uh, which is part of the reason I'm always so sleepy. Yeah. Well, I mean, heat is a real stressor on the body. It is yeah, it's, It is hard it's to tough function. As shit. And I, I have always kind of felt like in the winter, it is easier to get warm and feel like you are staying warm than in the summer when it is harder to get cool and feel like you are staying cool. And so your body is working I, that much harder. I am really annoyed that I've become a cold adapted person because it, whatever damage it did, it whacked my internal thermostat where I can, I can really take cold temperatures now. See, Maureen, this and is where don't, we need to have a real serious talk about the fall. Mm. The fall is the best temperature it is you get to wear cozier clothes but you don't have to entirely bundle up you get to see pumpkins and skeletons the fall is the best you know how i feel about the fall is the best season you know you know how i feel about this i know you don't like it but i just think that you should consider where you are now and not where you have been historically you like ghosts right like you ghosts. like skeletons. Ghost. I like skeletons. Do you like, I like Halloween. There you go. So Halloween is the, you know, a, a broad swath of the fall is now Halloween thanks to capitalism. I, I'm fine with October, but November can suck a hey, dick. Hey, that's my birthday month, Maureen. Your birthday aside. Yes. And it's also Prince Charles's birthday. There you go. There's a, there is a England tie-in for you. I'm just saying, November is entirely bullshit until the remnants of the irritating Thanksgiving dinner are put away and it's officially Christmas season. But like in a store, basically, it's Christmas season come November 1st. Honestly, Dan, 5 p.m. when Thanksgiving is over, like, can we just stop this bullshit and I can put up the decorations already? Thanksgiving is the dumbest holiday. It is the dumbest. Thank you. We 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 almost don't even celebrate Thanksgiving anymore. We just eat what we want to eat. We play vid- play yeah. games together. That's about it. Maybe this year I'll do a party. There you go. I say this every year. I think I've said this before, Maureen. But the 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 true holiday that we created is Thanksgiving, where you just play board mm-hmm. games all day. Ah, uh, well, now that you see. I it's just that I don't like all those kind of heavy smells around the house all day. Now, if it was just pie all day, there you go. It can be. Look, this is the thing, Maureen. We are in the summer of 2019. All bets are off. 
Mm. Tradition doesn't mean shit anymore. Mm. So if you want Thanksgiving to be all pie, do it. If you want the you know if you want the entire month of November to be Pievember, do it. I will have a slightly different November than most Novembers this year. Why is that? Because I have a movie coming out. Oh. Oh, Hollywood Maureen Johnson has a movie coming out. Well, you heard me. well, well. That's right. Sorry, I'm going to have to do so. I'll be busy doing some uh, whatever it is you do when that happens. Oh, I don't have, I don't actually I don't know, know what but... happens when a movie comes out. This is my first movie. That's right. Oh, I only have a make small fun of me all you room want. at the Chateau Marmont. Make fun of me all you want. Okay. But. Movie. movie. Listen. Movie. I'm a, listen. Movie. Are you done? Mm. I'm done. I'm just jealous. It, it's a Netflix movie, though. I mean, oh, does that no, count? That doesn't count. Oh, okay, fuck that then. Not really. I'm very jealous, Maureen. Tell me about your movie. It comes out in November. Yay! I mean, that's the, that's the sort of the whole that's the whole thing, really. Oh. Comes out in November. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it'll be different. I yeah, don't know. You have a good November. All pie and movies the whole time. I might have to do press stuff in November. That's fun. I guess. Is it? I think they make you sit in a hotel room and say the same thing all day long. It's okay. It's better than sitting say, in your house and saying the same thing all day long. What N- made you write this book? Service. I don't know. I wrote the book and then I wrote the book. This is the thing that I've always thought about with press junkets. You know, you uh, you have to say the same thing over and over and over again, but every 10th one, just say crazy shit. Oh, count on me. I'll do that. <laughs> Oh, Maureen, is anything going to change tomorrow? I don't, nothing is going to change, but it may like a, like a kind of Rube Goldberg machine, sort of the, you know, the seemingly pointless first action may set off the weird set of spoons and balls and, Things knocking over other things, which sends up the balloon, which sets off the explosion. Um, I wrote a, a Rube Goldberg machine into the third book, so I, I think a lot about oh, Rube Goldberg spoiler. machines. Thanks a lot. That's, that's all right. Um, that I think it may just the visual and the audio of Robert Mueller sitting there saying clearly over and over in his with his big unflappable face that the president cannot be is not exonerated. Right. And um that may penetrate because I do think that they're like not everyone hates themselves enough like we do and and <laughs> reads that thing or even part of it. Not even a lot of the people on the fucking committee read it. Yeah. So I think that for a lot of people, seeing that over and over of him just saying, no, we found issues. So when I was in college, Maureen, I took a class. It was the history of video art class. Because that's what I did in college. I did video art. It's exciting. Uh, And I remember that it was it was a frustrating class because there would be readings and then you would go to class and then you would watch things that were unrelated to the readings. And um, it it became a source of real frustration for me. And at one point I said to the teacher, you know, I just feel like there's a disconnect going on. And she got very angry at me and said, if you had just done the readings and I was like, well, but I did the re- like I did the readings and I'm just, I'm not seeing how these connect to that. And um, she started getting angry and angry with me. And eventually we were in a stairwell and she had an umbrella and she took a swing at me with her umbrella. <laughs> and Wait, said, what? Your teacher tried to hit you with an umbrella. <laughs> yes. And she said, if you had only done the readings, 
And I kind of feel like maybe that's going to be Mueller tomorrow. Can we just stop a second and say that your professor tried to hit you with an umbrella in a cross? I jumped uh, over the railing to uh, get further lower down, and then I ran off. See, I guess the thing I didn't know, Dan, is that you went to college inside of a Charles Dickens novel. (laughs) She did not allow me porridge for a week afterwards. I, I have held it for a very long time because the accusation that Maureen, the accusation that I did not do the readings, that cuts deep. Yeah, I could see that making you crazy. Yeah. If, if there's anything about me, Maureen, it's that I do the readings. Now, see, I frequently didn't do the readings, so I would be <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, fair enough. You didn't have any professors I... taking a swing at you with an umbrella, though. Damn, that's crazy. Like, it was did a you little tell bit any- wild. Did you say to anybody, like, my professor tried to hit me with an umbrella? I did not. No. I, I, I told some friends, but uh, I just did not take her class again. And were they like, that's insane? You're the, They're not supposed to hit you with umbrellas? Everyone kind of laughed. It was art school, Maureen. It was art school in the 90s. Anything goes. Uh, they're really not supposed to hit you with umbrellas. <laughs> well, they technically she didn't hit me. Was she Mary Poppins? I dodged it. Uh, no, she was not. I believe she was also a video artist, so... There you go. That entire genre doesn't even exist anymore, so... I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that was a 90s thing. Died with the internet. It, d- it didn't pivot to video? Yay! That was funny. Can I ask you a question? That was such a perfectly me joke. I know. That this right made my you. whole insides just glow with happiness at that joke. Can I tell you something shocking? Yes. I don't really know what pivot to video means. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so- like I hear it a lot and I'm like, yeah, pivot to video. And then I nod like, and I stroke my mustache like, yes, pivot to video. And then I'm like, what are they talking about? So two, three years ago, maybe a little more than that, more than three. Uh, Facebook pushed very, very, very hard to usurp YouTube. This is, hi everyone. This is going to get real boring. Uh, oh boy, this already sounds yeah. great. Facebook really wanted to usurp YouTube in video views. And so they um, they started pushing autoplaying video and uh, all of that sort of thing in their feeds. And they talked to a bunch of publishers and they basically said, hey, here's a bunch of numbers at how much money you're going to make if you do video specifically with us. A, we'll pay you money. B, you are going to be getting views beyond belief. And so a ton of publishers pivoted to video. They basically either started sides uh, or started divisions within their orgs uh, that were making video or they scrapped what they were doing and they started making video. And it turns out now all of those numbers that Facebook showed them were false. Uh, Nobody made much money. Everybody took a fucking bath. And uh, here we are. So it actually meant kind of what I thought it had a deeper meaning, I guess. No, I mean, it literally like there was this there was probably a six to eight month window when every single digital publisher, at least, would issue a press release that they were pivoting to video like it literally comes from that. Right. I just thought it meant more. No, no, (laughs) no, Maureen. It means exactly what it is. That was a fascinating moment in Says Who. That was like that was like Ghostbuster crossed my streams there for a minute. <laughs> Dan. Yes. So you don't think uh, you don't think impeachment is is on the horizon? I really don't. You don't think Mueller's testimony is going to change? You don't? Do you think Mueller's going to change anything tomorrow? I think that. Similarly to when he gave that sort of 10 minute presser um, where he said, if he if the president had not obstructed justice, we would have said so. Um, And that got traction. In fact, that's why he's speaking to Congress. But it got traction for like five minutes and then everyone forgot. And I think that that's 
I I have a hard time believing that this will break through the cascade of shit that is living in Trump world. It might for a couple of news cycles, but I don't think it is going to I don't think it is going to materially change much of anything. I'm sorry to say that. I'm saying this as a man that sold a couple of thousand Muller candles, but um I I I am sorry to say that I don't think that it is going to change the landscape. Well, for example, it could there is this idea of, you know, exposing it to people and hearing them, really getting them to hear over and over again him test and he could say stuff that we're not expecting. Even though there are all kinds of weird restrictions people saying like you can only say what's in the report, you literally can't say anything else ever. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know how they actually enforce something like that or if they can they can't uh, or i mean they could the justice department and the white house both could send lawyers but they have said they are not sending lawyers so you know he could have been asked a question he could have begun to start and then a justice department lawyer could have stepped in and said hey this is out of bounds but they are not actually um at least as of as of my reading today they are not sending lawyers along well there are things i think we could find out like for example the all the evidence, the reams and reams and boxes and boxes and rooms and rooms of stuff that they've got, we could find out more about that. Um, I believe that that is exactly what the Justice Department is saying is out of bounds. That they they are saying that anything that does not exist within the report itself is privileged in advance. I bet someone will get it in there. I, I, yeah, right. I, yeah, I mean, it, but I think that it, it will require Mueller, who seems to really like to follow rules, to not follow a rule. All right, Dan, how about this? Trump loves to trip over his own dick. So presumably tomorrow he will be on a weird tweeting spree. Yes. Anything he says there, he could potentially implicate himself. Uh, get himself into further trouble, you know, basically do all the things that he seems so good at doing. Right. He will absolutely do exactly what he has done. All right. Will it get us anywhere further than it has in the past? I don't believe so. And I, I come to this sadly, Maureen. You're not making the says Whovians happy. I'm I not. Think. I apologize, says Whovians. Well, I don't know if they accept. Oh, damn it. You'll have to ask them. Okay. They're generous, but I don't know that they're that generous. I just What do you think it would take then? What do you think it would take to start an impeachment inquiry then? This is a man who before he even got elected said that he could kill someone on 5th Avenue and get away with it. Mhm. I am not sure that the last three years has put any falsity in that statement. Um, there is so much evidence. It's not even like conspiracy wall stuff. There is so much that is impeachable at this point in terms of, you know, at nothing else, the fact that he is profiting at his own properties repeatedly off of this presidency. And yet, nothing is landing, Maureen. I don't know. I don't know. God damn it. I'm hearing myself and I'm getting <laughs> mad at myself. Mm-hmm. Something's got to give. And I think something will give. I appreciate your optimism so much. I really do. I'm glad. No, I truly believe that. I mean, I think that... I feel like I've been hearing just shifts in <sighs> pundits people tone overall discourse where the word impeachment is no longer a dirty far-fetched word like saying we're all going to go to narnia it's that it's more like impeachment but don't you feel like the speed with which that is happening and the speed with which actual life is progressing are not synced up 
That's the thing to me. I totally agree with everything you're saying. But I feel like if we were having this discussion a year ago, yeah. But we are reaching a point where I don't know that there are many people, if we are imminent to primaries or during primaries, I don't believe that there is, I don't believe there is going to be any will to push impeachment proceedings during that time frame. And I think that it's either A, out of fear that this would be a true rallying cry for people to turn out and support him. And B, the thing that I fear far more, the belief that it is a useless waste of time because there is no way he is being reelected. Um, I think people realize now that there is every chance that he is reelected. I don't know that a and lot now, of people realize that yet. Dan, it's 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 lay Miz time. It's time to like get all the furniture, get all your furniture right now, and start building barricades in the streets. Every piece of furniture in this trailer is bolted to the bottom of the trailer. But I guess we could just pull the trailer out. Listen, put the trailer there. There you go. Th- that we need that kind of stuff. You know, and, and do you hear the people sing, sing the songs of Yeah. I didn't know the Swedish chef was involved in La Miz. Mm. It's Miz. Oh, my I feel like I am the worst co-host of this show today. Why is that? I'm just a fucking downer. Birdie, 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 birdie. <laughs> birdie, birdie. <sighs> birdie, 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 I don't even know what you're yes, doing. Yes, that's I'm performing Master of the House and on my own <laughs> as this the Swedish chef sings Les Mis, the new album from <laughs> Says Who Records. <laughs> the Swedish chef sings all your favorite musical numbers. Uh, what do you think happened in the Muppets creative room when they were like, I know. A Swedish chef. I think someone had just had a dental procedure. (laughs) And they couldn't speak or they were still high on nitrous. A little bit of both. (laughs) And they were like, what's your idea for a character? And they were like, I think that uh, we should probably have a cookbook. And he cooked the fish in the And he's cooking the bitch. And they're like, genius. By the way, Dan, uh, you'll be glad to know I got my new teeth put in. Oh, good. They're great. Did you get fangs? No, uh, I got some new molars. Molars? And, uh, yep, some new molars. I had some molars put in the back of my mouth. They're real quiet, and they take in. You just don't know what they're doing back there, but you know it's something, and probably something very rule-abiding. <laughs> They, they they grind slowly, Dan. They grind slowly. <laughs> um, what other good musical songs are there, Dan? Everyone's into cats right now. Says who is made possible by... Oh, you were supposed to keep going. It's made possible by you through your support of Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. You can find out where Ted Leo is playing near you at tedleo.com. Our logo was designed by Darth. Thank you, Darth. The kitties have the boobies. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash SaysWhovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. Are you not singing anymore? Swedish Chef Die?
what other musicals are there? You know all the musicals, Maureen. I don't. I only know Hair and Jesus Christ Superstar. That's pretty good. Oh, and Pippin, back to front. Um, what do you want, Jesus Christ Superstar? Sure. <laughs> Where, how did we end up here? In America or in this part of the podcast? This point in the podcast. What um, left turn did we arrive at where you are singing Jesus Christ Superstar as the sweetest chef? I also know Godspell. There you go. You name it. You want Jesus Christ Superstar, Godspell, Pippin, or Hair. Oh, wow. <sighs> give, me, Juice. give me a little bit of hair. Give me You can join us July 31st for our next episode. In the boo from my trailer in Littleton, Colorado, I am Dan Singer. Oh, don't chew the bookshelf. She just fully on just decided to just stick her face, just chomp the bookshelf. This is how this is how a teen dog acts out against an author. We're sorry about the content of this podcast, but it reflects the times. So blame the times. Don't blame us. <laughs> but certainly contribute to our Patreon because for God's sakes. Oh, are we recording another podcast? We are. After the Mueller? After the plane? Are we? Tomorrow? If there's enough. Uh, not tomorrow, but if there's enough internet, uh, maybe uh, we'll, 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 do, we'll, do some, we'll, we'll do some bonus content. I like it. Yeah, you just because we got you to. let me know. I'm just sitting in a what? field in Colorado. She just stole something you're from the, the one, table, Dan. I don't know. You're the one watching EastEnders in England. It's the only British show I can think of that isn't also in America. What about Doctor Who? Well, right, but that one's like you could do that here. You Things are say, You need to say your name. No, I don't. Dan, things are great. <laughs> Dan, things are fine. They're not. Things aren't fine. Things will change. Will they? (laughs) They have to. I don't know about that. Well, 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 shit, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. You're getting on a plane. You have like six hours where you are under... Maritime law or whatever law applies in an airplane. That doesn't mean that events are different just because I'm on a plane, Dan. Sure it does. You're flying through time zones. You're in you're practically in space. I don't want to go to space. You you it is the pilots in charge. You can you can tie people up with duct tape on an airplane if you need to. Dad, what airline do you fly? <laughs> United. Does that happen a lot on the planes you're in? Or? You know, sometimes. Unruly <laughs> passenger. Pilot opens up the maritime law manual, and next thing you know. Duct tape? Duct tape. From my living room in New York City, I'm Maureen Johnson, and everything's going to be great. We'll see and, you. And, and uh, if you're... Bonus episodes. We'll have one this week. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow or Thursday morning. This has been... Deadpool. It's not funny. It's not funny. Oh. Now Uh, it's getting funny. How do you like this for bonus content? (laughs) Amy Carter's shoe. You're the only thing getting me through this. Everything's going to be fine, Dan. Really? Tomorrow we're going to have some testimony. Testimony? Yeah. I thought you were going with testicles. That's where I thought uh, you were heading, Amy Carter Shoe. You can't predict my moves. No. But you You're can't predict. You're an unpredictable predict. shoe. 
that Joe Biden's boss will appear in the sky. Wow. Joe Biden's balls. Oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> I need to stop recording. I think there's something wrong with me. I think there's something wrong with me. <laughs>